beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. When Andy and I got to know each other better and religion and spirituality ended our conversations, I was immediately quite intrigued. In Andia, I see someone who has a very strong belief system, but not unlike Andia herself, she seemed to have a unique take on religion and how she engages with the God of her understanding. I am incredibly excited to introduce it to you. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. This is Andia's story. Sit back and enjoy. Andia, good morning. How are you doing? Good, thanks. And you? I am awesome. It's early on a Monday morning, but I'm so glad that I managed to pin you down for this chat. I really appreciate it. How's life treating you? Um, well, currently... It's up and down, I think it's that time of the year, it's November, yes. so going yep. to the end of the year, all the year's events stuff popping up. So Everybody's tolerance levels are down, very down. picking up. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's going to Christmas crazy, but that time of the year, I guess, you take it one day at a time. You are the mother of a baby, you've started a new business, you study, and you run a family mm. is there anything I forgot stepmom of two boys stepmom of two boys how the hell do you do it <laughs> <laughs> I see you've got a big coffee in your hand so I suppose that helps a whole bunch of caffeine <laughs> um wow I don't I, I can give you a, a super spiritual answer seeing that this is about spirituality that, so that, let's that go that for is it spiritu- spirituality but I think the 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 first answer would be, oh, I don't know. Okay. Hence the fact of my second answer it can only be by the grace of my higher power that I'm sitting here right now okay. saying. Like my mother used to say, I passed exams with the wind from behind and grace from above. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so you're surviving with the yeah. wind from behind and thank God windy season is starting. Yeah, exactly. so, so that makes life a little bit easier as long as it's from behind and not from the front. Exactly. Otherwise you're, yeah. otherwise you're going to be in serious <laughs> shit. Now, since I've known you, I found... That's been a while now. It's been a while now, yeah. Mm. But I found your sense of, of, of spirituality quite interesting. Because you've, you've got an interesting... And I don't know how to put this. Because you are a traditional and classic Christian. Am I correct? No, you are Christian. Um, in... If you have to define it, if you have to box this, if you have what to box is. it, apparently, if you believe in the Trinity, then you're a Christian. Okay. Apparently, that's what they call you. Yeah. So that's exactly where I want, why I wanted to chat to you, mm. because in the traditional sense of the word, you fall in a certain box. Mm. But from the way I know you, you engage with, you engage with a box mm. in a very modern different but a very real way mm. and and that I really that I, I really like to see and mm. that's why I want to chat to you mm. so 
let's start with did you grow up in the box <laughs> in the box uh, that you in were the now? box <laughs> i can remember when we were small on sundays we would go to church when my grand especially when my grandfather was still alive we had the row in ingekerk okay so it was yeah. in here yeah. that reformed yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. so we had the row where our family oh, sat did you in. wear cute dresses yes <laughs> yes dear lord okay, so, sorry for the giggle but <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh yes because you were poppy mm, yes. i was yeah thank goodness this is not a vlog so oh, you definitely <laughs> see that i'm not that right now <laughs> I'd love so, to see photos. And the shoes matches oh and the fights in the morning with the long hair and little white socks with the yes, with, with the little yep, frill. Yep. Oh sweet. It looks like you you like went through a doily to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody was fighting on the way to church and then you sat in church and everybody sang the hymns. Yes. And then after church everybody fights on the way home. And then your parents took an afternoon nap, that type of Yeah. After and, big meal. Yeah. And it disappeared. So God was there. I was introduced as a child to this entity. And then it fell away. Okay. It wasn't something that was celebrated in my house at all, really. It was, you didn't use God's name in vain. You believed in God. There was a higher power. But did we go after that every Sunday to church? No, it was pretty much funerals and <laughs> somebody died, you went to church. <laughs> somebody used a very interesting term for that the other day. It's the eco-warrior on this on this podcast. When you go to church for, for three reasons, birth or, or, or christenings, weddings and deaths. But they had a very interesting <laughs> term for, for, for the three. And, and I'll have to go and re-listen to it because I, I can't recall it now. Did the baby Jesus thing resonate with you? No. I found when I kind of found when I really met my higher power, it was very out of the box. It went from complete turmoil. I always had this this spiritual connection with something bigger than me. Okay. And that came from the church. That that came from the from the childhood. No, that came from watching movies like Constantine and Exorcism of Emily Rose. And, oh, I would. Yeah, that's where okay. it came from. <laughs> Funny as it sounds, all these end of days, those type of fighting these demons. I'm just saying that's dark. That's dark shit. But that is where my something was stronger than the darkness. Oh, my word. So, that you, is so where you just had this connection with the light. Yeah. I had this weird thing that I could watch these movies and the dark was intriguing to me, but I always thought, okay, but something beat you. Oh, my word. And okay. that was the light. Yeah. And I went into like these weird like crystal shops and tarot card readings and all these weird spiritual journeys, but I always ended up with God. Okay. Seeing that he was the almighty, the creator, but I didn't see him the way other people did. 
I didn't see him as this guy sitting on a throne with this big book of judgment. Yeah. I didn't see him that way. And this lightning bolt is about no. to strike you whenever you step out and of line. And I also didn't see Jesus as this man on on the cross. I have this thing that I call this gentle Jesus, meek and mild. I didn't see him that way. And I all definitely didn't experience the Holy Spirit the way other people did. Yeah. But I always had a connection there. And then, thank goodness, I went into a charismatic church. And then I'm going to quickly interrupt you there. Yes. Because I've just, I, I just remembered something that I've completely forgot. I was in a relationship with a schizophrenic at some stage in my life. And we broke up and then he went away and he asked me, I always ended up being friends with my ex-boyfriends. Mm. Which I always thought was a good thing because it showed that I chose the right characteristics when I yeah. chose them. So if you can be friends with an ex, it's meant that you actually liked them for who they were, not because they loved you or something like that. Anyway, and I had to look after his house. And the one night I could not, actually the first night I could not sleep. And I got up and I walked into the lounge and I got drawn to the bookshelf. Mm -hmm. And there was the exorcist. Mm -hmm. And I suddenly realized that for as long as this book is in this house with me alone, mm. I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> so the next morning, I went through this complete existential crisis of either I have to go or the book has to. Mm. And I decided, well, I made a commitment that I look after the house, so the book needs to go. But how do you... I didn't want to burn it because I felt kind of that could enrage the yeah. power mm. in, in the book. I didn't want to give it away because mm. like give away the bad karma or what yeah. in it. So I those were the days before Google. So I think I called the municipality and found out where the closest dump was. Yes, yes. And I drove to the dump and, <laughs> and I made sure that it got thrown far away. Thrown far away. Very deep <laughs> and I just thought somebody can't can't find it. Right when nobody will scratch for it. Exactly. <laughs> and that night I went home and I slept like a baby. Stuff has power. Yeah, it was so weird. Sorry, I interrupted you there. No, no, no. But it does. Stuff, I believe in stuff like that. I And other people who call themselves Christians will say it's just a book. Your Bible is also just a book, but you call it the living word, don't you? <laughs> so, I'm sorry, but no. that... Things have power. I read in, it's in Matthews, where one of the disciples weren't, didn't wash their hands and they ate and somebody was ridiculing them and where Jesus said, it's about what comes out of your mouth a lot more than what you put in your body that will defile you. Ah. So let me compare completely put two worlds together quickly if you've seen the secret which i never did i read the book or read the book what you say has power absolutely okay so isn't jesus saying what you say has power absolutely yeah okay so how many christians will throw me with something right now <laughs> if i said isn't jesus saying something about the secret right there Ooh. um do i believe there is one church, one religion, literally one religion, one denomination with the truth? No. Yeah. Do I believe everybody has a bit of truth? Yes. That's why I'm very hesitant if people ask me if I'm a Christian. I believe in God. 
I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the supernatural. Because if you believe in the Trinity, which the Holy Spirit is one. <laughs> spirit. Spirit. Mm. How can you sit under a roof of a church that does not teach or operate in the spiritual realm where Jesus in his word says, I'm going so that someone bigger than me can come to this earth, a spirit. <laughs> okay, but I'll sit in a church. We don't talk about the spirit. We don't experience the spirit. There's no such thing as a spiritual realm. We don't operate there. We don't talk about it. It doesn't exist. It's evil. It's evil. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's just rather than take religion, let's take half of it because it fits into my brain and into my framework, box. into that box. Yeah. And that's my God. Yes. I'm sorry, but I'd rather take a God that doesn't fit into my box because then it's bigger than me. Yes. Ah. You started saying before I so really interrupted you with the exorcist about then you found a charismatic church. Mm. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I... When I started working as a beauty therapist, I was, life took me to this one woman, and she was this pastor of a charismatic church. Do I need to interrupt you, or are we going to get to the point where we, where we need to go? Where do you want me to go? <laughs> your, your two years of formal studies, was this before beautician or after? No, no, no. I studied beauty therapy first. First, okay, yeah. cool. Right, so, so, we, so we're getting there, first, right? so yeah. I don't have to interrupt you. Sorry, no. continue with your story. And <laughs> then, because I always had this thing for God and wanting to know more, but I wasn't traditional. I didn't want to go to a theology school. I didn't want to go to whatever university and go study to be a pastor. Yeah. I wanted to know the stuff people didn't talk about. Then I got introduced to this pastor of a charismatic church and they were doing Bible school. Ah. And I did two years there. Cool. Where I got introduced to the supernatural Holy Spirit, the typical what they call the healings and the operating of the Holy Spirit as you as the charismatics know it. So cool. now you have the traditional as a young girl. Yes. The very weird hippie tarot card reading weird stuff in between <laughs> to bible school charismatic at the end semi at the end and loved it i learned so much and it really opened up to me the charismatic church opened up to me this the holy spirit side okay so between i think it was easier where to say, are we, I met Jesus as a child. In my early 20s, I met the Holy Spirit. And where I'm at now, in my late 20s, going into my 30s, <laughs> I was introduced to God. Okay. And it's three very different entities, and they're all one. And it's amazing how those entities play their role in your life at certain stages ah. of your growth as a human. When you need strength and when you need, you can look at your life 
where structure was needed and where big decisions were needed, where that core strength of God, think of the Ten Commandments and stuff like that. He brought in structure. Yes. He brought in the foundation. It was there. Jesus came and he painted the walls. And he made it, okay. and he made it look nice. Mm. Okay, now we have this building. So we have the foundation. We have the foundation. We have the building. We have now it's painted. The roof is on. That's Jesus. Put in the windows. Then the Holy Spirit comes in and he fills it. Ah. He puts in the furniture. He puts in the family and he makes it a home. He makes it alive nearly. That, that, exactly. That's what I'm hearing you saying. Exactly. Yeah. You still need all three. Yes. You can't have a home without furniture. You can't have a home without the paint and the roof and yeah. the windows. Then it's just a house. It's just a house. Yeah. You can't have mm. a home without a foundation. It will fall apart. Yes. You cannot <laughs> have religion and faith and spirituality and decide which one of the Trinity you want to follow. Yes. It's, we can all go, I mean, I understand these people who talk about the universe instead of using the word God, because God is the universe. He made it like past Earth, these planets, and there I say there might be life because God made it. So if you want to call it the universe, call it the universe. Yeah. He made it all. But why crucify people for the way they look through it? It's doesn't make sense to me. It's the phase that we're in and it's the way we experience that Trinity for where it's at if you're experiencing at the end of it what glues it all together is love if you get that mm. that's it it's a simple you don't have to have 12 years of theology stand on a pulpit and preach to people to high heaven speaking tongues foam at the mouth <laughs> good lord or <laughs> the weird things going on in some churches or the absolute nothing going on in some churches. <laughs> what, what's the recent spraying doom on people? Spraying doom. Feeding them dog food? Jake. Oh my God. Yeah, we can go to the beach. <laughs> clean, we, clean yourself. Yeah, I think the, what's those guys that clean the bodies afterwards? At least they, they had a clean job this time. So, going <laughs> <laughs> dark. <laughs> anyway, and I just think we forgot the love. Love is so fickle these days. It's like this little emotion that I get and like people made love cheap. It's a media construct. Exactly. People it, don't know what love it's is. It's become unreal. Mm. Yeah. Like I heart everything like right. Really go like slam your head against the wall and wake up. Love is the, the world made love so cheap that we don't know what it is. Yes. And at the core of any spiritual whether it's call it an awakening or foundation or who at the core of humanity if there is no love there's nothing of you there's nothing there whether it's loving yourself whether it's loving your higher power whether it's loving your partner your child your plants whatever makes your world tick yeah. If there's no love, what do you think is going to go around? I hear you. So you can go on the spiritual journey. What's the starting point? Yeah. I had a, a existential crisis at some stage in my recovery where I kept on asking my higher power to remove my character defects. And 
I suddenly realized one day that nothing's being removed. This is not working. Because I was clinging onto it like... <laughs> Dear life. A cock on a vocum. That's a mother saying, but my mother used to say that. Or she still says, I still anyway. use it. <laughs> anyway, and um, I, I immediately went on this existential thing. Oh my God, so if I'm... So what it is, I don't trust my higher power enough to become who I, I'm supposed to be without them. Mm. And I've called my sponsor and realized this long intellectual chat and said, we well, you know, maybe let's for the time being just ask for everything to be, to be removed and for love as a universal spiritual principle. Mm. Let's just work with love. Yeah. And that really worked for me. Mm. And that love, for me, for the beginning of it had to be self-love. Because exactly. I, I really, really didn't like myself. I want to backtrack a little bit. So how did it happen that you ended up in a charismatic church? Normally people end up there by a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was always weird. <laughs> I could never find my, my fit. And I always looked for a place to plug in. And I could never, wear it, whether it was with a relationship or family or like even in school I was weird I was just I did not fit in anywhere yeah. but God called me and and once again I went just not this weird like standing on a pulpit type like God called you to preach <laughs> <laughs> to the masses no 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 God called me to know him Okay. God called me okay. to meet him. There's something like to plug into. So Bible school was never intended for you to become a pastor or something. No. It, it, it was in search of more. It was one big search. Okay. It was so weird. When you asked me to do this, that morning, literally that same morning, I sat with the pastor of that charismatic church. I shit you not. <laughs> And I can actually play you her voice note. She's like, how insane is that that you're doing this? And I said to her, yeah, it was that morning. And I was sitting at her and I'm like, why do I get it? Why do I sit with my partner who's struggling through this spiritual journey? And I'm looking at him like, why can't you plug in the way I do? Mm. And she looks at me and she's like, but how did you search for this? And I remember how I fasted. I could fast like nobody's like three days, no food, no water. Are you serious? Boom. Easily. They call it an Esther fast. I'd put my head on something, I'd fast for it three days, no food, no water. Daniel fast, where you only eat anything that comes out of the earth for I think it was seven days. Easy. Like if I searched the supernatural and the spiritual was something that I yearned for and still do there's more there and i want to experience it and feel it and see it and be there and i just decided if the so-called call it for the sake of not being able to give it another word the evil that is so splashed over movies and everything good still wins but is good ever really shown the way it is on Look at Vampire Diaries and Twilight and all this stuff. All these demons and these vampires get hell of a social media. <laughs> you don't really see all these angels and 
that type of stuff on social media. Nobody has a drawing board with, okay, so we're like, this is what they look like. I want to see that. I want to see God. I want to see the Holy Spirit. I want to see the stuff these people are talking about for myself. Yeah. So I'll search for it. Ah. And now I'm here. (laughs) So I'll I'll do what the Bible tells me to do, because that's the word of God. And I'll see what happens. You remind me of the saying, more will be revealed. Mm. It has to. Yeah. And I I spoke to to a guy a while ago on the podcast, and I called him the 76er. And his whole theory about life is that only 24% of the universe is known. Mm. The other 76% is unknown. So more will be revealed. And I'm hearing the, the same yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. So as things are today, how do you, how do you practice your, your spirituality? Are there certain spiritual practice that, practices that you follow? I do believe in, and I'm saying this with a big bumper sticker, (laughs) very big bumper sticker. The Bible is the word of God. It's very important to read. Keep in mind, that book has been translated to high heaven. Keep in mind, those stories don't quite translate the way they were intended. You do get to the truth very easily. Thank God we do have Google. We do have an Amplified. Remember, Jesus was a Jew. His disciples were Jewish. If you want to start your research into the Word of God, start there. Go into the Jewish roots. Okay. You'll start seeing the traditions and how everything was intended. But before, because that can keep you busy for years. So I do believe in the word of God. I do read my Bible, but I do also pray before I read my Bible that the Holy Spirit will reveal to me what was intended by those words, not what humans translated okay. oh, it wow. to. Cool. Do you read the Bible from page one to page X or do you open up where you... How do I use it? Yes. Yes. Because I'm OCD. So for me, you start start with page one and you work your way through to the end. My, the way I was taught and it worked well for me. If you haven't touched your Bible and you don't know where to start, read your New Testament. Then you stop at Revelation. Okay. Then you meet Jesus. Then you read your Old Testament, because then you're going to see the prophecies of Jesus. So it's easier for you to connect the two. So then you have both the stories, and then you read your Revelation, where's the end times. Okay. So it's easier to understand that way. So you work from New Testament, page 1 to to before Revelation. You know, it's really interesting that from my religious background, I can't remember anything about the New Testament. Because you didn't read it first. Do you know? I'm busy with I, the New Testament again I, now. I, I, it's amazing. I just remember the Old Testament. I can't remember the church really talking a lot about the New Testament. And I think when they did, I kind of switched off because the New Testament weren't nice stories. They're the best stories. See, the Old Testament for me was story based. Um, yes. 
understand what, what, what mm. I'm trying to say? They, they, mm. they had a, it has a full storyline. Yes, it was a, it was a yeah. nice little, and, and, and a compact story. You, you could take the parables. Mm. The New Testament is more events. Yes. But how so I related far better as a child than as a young adult with... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So the New Testament for me is, is, is a very abstract... Okay, so... so, so oh, no, do so yourself a favor and start reading that. I'm busy following a guy on YouTube. And they do an... Uh, I can't even remember what the hell they're called now. But it's a... It's a group of people who are doing research into the Dutch Reformed Church's mm-hmm. view on homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And they, in the first and second episodes, they discuss a concept. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember. Oh, my memory is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of the thing. But what it basically means is we also need to contextualize the Bible mm-hmm. in terms of the time that we live in. Mm-hmm. They look at homosexuality in the church in terms of that concept, which I found really interesting because my feeling a lot is that the world is not the same as it was 2,000 years mm-hmm. ago. I think what's important is, and it links to what I said earlier, Where's the love at? Yes. Pint. Klaar. End of funny story. Love is a drug I'm thinking of. <laughs> exactly. Where if... And I'm sorry to say that, but... In my personal point of view, and I've said it to you before, if Jesus had to have a church now, who do you think is going to sit there? Mm-mm-mm. A lot of those that's in the church right now will not be sitting there. Yeah. It will be prostitutes, drug addicts, whores. He came for the broken. He mm. came for the fallen. He didn't come for the hypocrites. He didn't <laughs> really. I'm sorry. Yeah. It looks great that you're sitting there in your pretty outfit on a Sunday. And I'm not saying it's all of them. I'm really not saying it's all of them. Really, I'm not. I'm yeah. not bad-mouthing the church because there's amazing people in church. But there's also very judgmental people in church. But as far as I know, there is only one judge, and that's God. Yes. And you were made to love, as far as I know. God is love. Exactly. If I think of church, I think of the golden letters on the other maroon or dark blue or green background that says, hanging from the pulpit, mm. invariably saying something like, God is love. God, But God is love. Yeah. And... It says, and I think it's in, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament where Jesus says it as well, the out of all the Ten Commandments, the biggest commandment is love the Lord your God and love your, thy neighbor as yours. It's love. And then if you don't know what love is, it's in the Bible. Love is kind. Mm. Love does not hurt. It does not self-seek. Yes. If you don't know what love is, go look at it on Pinterest, Instagram, it will give you 10 characteristics. And if the church isn't following those what love is characteristics, ah. are you representing God? Yes. That reminds me of a saying that I read a while ago. If, if, if your religion prescribes to you to kill 
Thou shalt not kill. Exactly. It's, it's kind of, are you really following a religion? Uh, as, uh, uh, no. but, it's a but bottom line, yes, exactly. It's love. Yeah. It's love. It's it sounds very very hippie and Mm-mm. new age and peace in the world. I love what I'm hearing. But <laughs> love. I'm glad you loved you here. I'm not saying be a walkover. I'm not saying just take it as it comes. I'm definitely not saying that. Well, charity begin begins at home. Exactly. So therefore, love begins with love yourself. Mm. Because until you love yourself, you can't love Oof. unconditionally. Well, not that I think this really. Unconditional. Something like unconditional love. Sorry, Carl Rogers, but <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, we can only try our best, mm. but we have to start with ourselves. Mm. I know for me that I, I couldn't start loving outwardly until no, I somehow find, find the love inside me. Mm. But Andia, this is ample stuff to work with and I truly <laughs> loved it. And thank you for the coffee. She brings the most amazing coffee. It's hazelnut. It's a grande hazelnut cappuccino. <laughs> grande hazelnut cappuccino from where? Markova. Ah, in Somerset West. So I can nearly say you sponsored this session. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks, Freddie, for having me. I really, really appreciate this. And enjoy this day, this week. Good luck with your studies. Exams are starting soon. Yes, two weeks. Okay. Oh, good luck with the exams. Mm. Good luck with the new business. Yes. Do you mind if I say the name? Yes, please. Oh, cool. Andia started a place called Anna Prince. Mm. And what do you do? I'm a soon-to-be qualified image consultant. Yeah, you go. So I can teach you <laughs> looking at your own outfit. <laughs> yes, I, you saw that, did you? Saw so, that. So I'm looking now to see what I'm wearing. You're looking see, fine. See, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you caught me there. I didn't even notice that I'm doing it. <laughs> So I basically tell you when you're looking bad, and I fix that. So sort from a place of love, you look like shit. <laughs> it's honesty. At least I'll be honest. Olivia. So from beauty to style, A to Z, I do it on your convenience. Awesome. Quick, quick. And it's called Anna Prince, and you're based in Drama Street, Somerset West. Drama Find Street. me on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. So I wish you all of the luck with Anna Prince as well. Awesome. Thank you so, so, so much. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. I am tickled pink about this chat. I thoroughly enjoy Andia's fresh approach to her spirituality and am beyond grateful that she came to share it with us today. During our conversation, I referred to the company that does the YouTube videos about homosexuality in the Dutch Reformed Church. The name of the company is Black Hole Productions. And they seem to be posting under Suklach. And you can find them by searching for Suklach in YouTube. The word which I could not recall during our conversation is hermeneutik. H-E-R-M-E-N-E-U-T-I-E-K. I could not find an English translation for this word in Google. Feel free to look for one and let us know what it is. Andia's business is called Anna Prince. And you can find her on Facebook by searching for Anna Prince or you can find her on Instagram under annaprince.expert. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field, or Freddy Counselor, or Freddy van Rensburg, 
on Twitter at, at @rainsburgfreddy or Instagram at freddycounselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. I want to thank Andrea for her time, the excellent coffee from Arkava in Culloden Street, Somerset West, and for sharing her journey with Meet Me in the Field. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.